Good morning. This is Anthony Irwin. Lakers lowdown. I guess we got to talk about the game. And it pains me to say this. It's going to take me a while to get this out. Patrick Beverly was right. Oh. Russell Westbrook famously went after Patrick Beverly after a game, said he fools y'all into thinking that he plays defense. He's just running around out there. And at the time, it was hilarious. I found it hilarious because I kind of thought that uh, Beverly's defense was a little overrated. However, I, it really appears like Pat Bev is going to get the last laugh here. He was running circles around uh, the Lakers and specifically Russell Westbrook. At one point, Russ had the ball at the three-point line. And I thought, like, had Russ held the ball long enough, I think Patrick Beverly could have gotten a defensive three-second while guarding the ball at the three-point line. Instead, Russ throws a pass into LeBron. Uh, Patrick <laughs> deflects it. It gets stolen. They go down. They miss a shot. Patrick, uh, no, let me get this right. So first, Patrick Beverly was being guarded by Russell Westbrook. A shot goes up. He runs right around Russ, who is not paying any attention whatsoever, runs right around Carmelo, who had no idea there was somebody coming there because Russ didn't let him know, uh, and he gets that layup. Then we get the possession where Russ has the ball at the three-point line. Again, Patrick Beverly just walks, if not runs, away from Russ to be able to deflect the pass down there at the basket uh, that was being thrown to LeBron James. They then, Minnesota then, gets the ball in transition going the other way. Russ threw that pass at the three-point line, didn't, I mean, barely made it past the Lakers' defensive three-point line by the time Minnesota was getting to the basket and uh, shooting a, a, a layup. They got fouled on it, blah, blah, blah. The one thing I'll always say about Patrick Beverly, even though, again, I've always thought he was a little overrated, I think he'd be a great LeBron point guard, uh, but whatever. Uh, the one thing you always say about Patrick Beverly, though, is he cares. And that, frankly, is why he's going to get the last laugh in this one. Russ hasn't cared for a while. Uh, I'd like to go back and figure out if there's a time that Russ just, like, stopped caring. Uh, but, look, if Russ was brought here under the guise of, yeah, when LeBron takes a night off or when AD takes a night off, Russ's energy is going to lift the Lakers and he's getting absolutely run all over the court by the opposing point guard. I, while the Lakers, by the way, are still in, <laughs> they're still in a hunt for a playoff or at least a play-in spot. The season isn't over. I mean, it kind of sort of is, it basically is, but it isn't. <laughs> Quite literally is not over. And Russ is playing this way. Here we are. It didn't stop there. Patrick Beverly ran down the court, not ran, but walked down the court flexing and yelling to anybody who would listen specifically directly at the Lakers bench saying he's trash. And if that isn't enough, he covered his nose. <laughs> he covered his nose to obviously signal that Russ stinks. Uh, and it, by the way, the jokes didn't even stop there. Russ shot a three-pointer at one point and Cat was checking to see if there was a door open. Look, uh, for all the talk of over the years of Russ is the best teammate and all his teammates have always said he's the best teammate, I've always been a little skeptical of that because like, he clearly 
is pretty demanding, not just in terms of like what he expects of his teammates, like as players, but just in general, he's just always seemed kind of difficult to work with. Um, but I, I took that and, and ran with it because at the end of the day, I do not know less about Russell Westbrook than his teammates do. All that said, I find it really interesting how many NBA players are seeming to revel in Russ's decline. I think that's really interesting. The The league uh, is is a fascinating kind of social experiment. And, you know, for for as respected as Russ once was, it's very clear that that respect has really eroded and uh, not just like league-wide, but I thought it was really interesting that LeBron James at no point spoke up for Russ when he was uh, talking about how fans have been treating him at games and the whole Westbrook controversy. Uh, we never really heard from LeBron until a couple games later when LeBron said, Lakers fans know what good basketball is and they're entitled to to react however they feel like reacting. That was really interesting to me. Combine that with the way that the Wolves were dogging Russ tonight and combine that with how all kinds of NBA players this year have really seemed to enjoy Russ being the center of all the negative attention in LA. And it's, it's interesting. Again, I might be reading too far into this. I might be reading between the lines here in ways that I, I might be misreading between the lines here. Um, Steph Curry did come out and say that, you know, it, it's, it sucks to hear what Russ is going through. And, and Steph said that Russ has handled it really well. Um, so it's not like it's, it's unanimous out there, but it is loud and it's really hard to ignore. It also says something about how this season has gone, not just in terms of results, right? The results clearly aren't there, but in terms of <laughs> effort and process that Russ being a local kid, an LA kid, um, somebody who the city had it worked out would have absolutely held up and loved endlessly that the uh, basically the whole city is ready to move on. And I'm really nervous about how that first game goes that Russ plays in now Crypto Arena, Crypto.com Arena. Um, I'm really nervous to see how that goes, how he handles it, how fans handle it. Uh, it sucks it's gotten this ugly, but at the same time, you see some of the effort there. And and again, I'm not I'm not by any means excusing vulgar language. And I am on the record for saying that. Look, if he really doesn't like being called Westbrook, then I I personally won't call him Westbrook. But uh, you know, it's it's really telling that the season has gone the way that it has. And his own city has, has really kind of turned on him. And, you know, there's a lot of factors here at play, but Russ is one of the biggest ones. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown and this week's episodes of the Lakers Lowdown. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I am uh, taking Thursday and Friday and trying to recover and get ready to cover the the final stretch of the season and try to just kind of re-energize because as you guys can probably tell this is pretty draining having to talk and find new ways to talk about this 
thoroughly depressing organization. Uh, so I'm just going to take a couple days, refresh, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. In the meantime, make sure you check out the Lakers Lounge that Harrison and I recorded earlier today. I want you guys to check out the I Love Basketball podcast, which will be airing in a few hours uh, by the time you guys are listening to this. And the Triangle episode that Harrison, Aaron, and I recorded earlier this week on, on Monday, that was also a blast. And I thought, you know, we, we, we had our fun, but I also thought it was pretty informative of where the Lakers go from here through Aaron's and, you know, by extension, the Lakers' eyes. So check all of that out, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. <laughs>